0: Good morning. morning. I uh I've been trying to get through this sermon for about 3 weeks. So I'm it is yeah, all right. It is good, but I'm I am really going to get through today. All the blanks, I'm going to get through them. We we can move on, all right? Some of you people don't like these loose ends from week to week to week. You're you're kind of freaking out a bit. I I know. I understand. Um no baby yet. Uh, no baby yet. Uh, my daughter is is pregnant, and we're expecting a baby very soon. Who knows? I might get the call during this sermon and have to preach again next week. <laughs> the rest of the points. Um, take out your notes. I, I want to. I really want to get through this quickly, honestly, because I I just sense that. The, the Lord is wanting to have some altar time today, uh, some prayer, prayer time today, if, if that's cool. I don't know if you kind of felt, felt that sweep through the room during worship, so our, our worship team is <clears throat> going to get ready. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you all the answers to the blanks. We're talking about Abram, Abraham, and Sarai, and I know a couple of times I've called him Adam, and I don't know why. Um, so my wife didn't correct me. She said, you know, you said Adam several times, and I'm like, you're sitting on the front row. Can't you just tell me, say something? So I don't know when I called him Abram or Adam, but just so you know, we're talking about Abraham, Abram, not Adam. In Genesis chapter 12 is a great story where we see that Abram, was building altars and pitching tents. And we noticed that when he went down to Egypt, he stopped with the tents and the altars. Um, So there are some things that I I hope that we can communicate and agree on today, uh, that there are some things that are of utmost importance in our life. Now, when I say to build an altar, I'm not suggesting that you go to your room and you make a shrine, and you have different figurines. Someone last week thought I was telling them to do that. That's not what I'm saying. Um, So stay with me. When I talk about an altar, I'm saying that we need to determine in our life those things that are of eternal value, right? Uh, There are some very important things that are temporary, that are temporal, and we call those tents. Uh, Abram, pitched the tents and carried it from town to town. The thing though that he left everywhere he went was not his tent, it was his altars. Building altars, having, having the capacity to lean in to the eternal things of God, I, I think are important. That's going to be what gives us a legacy. And we see that story in Genesis 12. I told you, Last week, I think I got through two points last week. And I told you that altars speak of sacrifice, devotion, worship, and encounter. That's on your notes, yeah? Um, so when I talk about altars, I'm, I'm wanting us to understand that there are eternal measures that we need to get committed to. We need to get devoted to. There are eternal things, altars... Um, that our worship should be revolving around. Does that make sense to you today? We see in the story that small altars make bigger altars easier. Small altars make bigger altars easier. In other words, being consistent in the small ways, the small areas of devotion and commitment and worship and consecration, Following the small rhythms of life, being committed to the small altars will make the bigger altars easier when you get to the bigger altars. For example, uh, you will never truly be able to give a legacy offering in uh, December. We, I think we have decided we'll probably do that the first weekend of December Uh and I know it's it's difficult because that's when Christmas is rolling around, but I'm giving people six months to, you know, set some cash aside for the legacy offering. But the truth is, uh, that big offering comes on the heels of every Sunday, walking down to this container here, and my wife and I, and she's not here today, she's in Tennessee, but... We give every single Sunday, and I told you that sometimes it's only $2. And we might be tempted to say, well, it's just $2. I'm not going to bother. It's not going to you know, make that big of a difference. But I just want to encourage you to bother. If you have a quarter, bother, because it's the little altars that shape our life. And, and it's easier to give something big in December when I've been consistent with the $2 week after week. Or the twenty-five cents, week after week. Because every time uh, I come down to the altar here and I give him my my money, I learn that uh, whatever I lay down, God returns it to me. And, and it may not be in money; it may not be you know financial. But He returns blessings to my household. He brings peace to my mind, security to my family. It's, Jeremiah twelve five says, if you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? So in other words, if we can't master the small areas of our life, we won't be prepared for the bigger altar in our life. Small altars. What, trade what, What is a small altar? What's a big altar? None of this is really making any sense. It's kind of like so philosophical and I need some nuts and bolts to it. Well, a small altar, in my opinion, is actually spending time in the word every day. Not hours and hours, but five minutes, maybe every morning. That's a small altar. That's something that you can commit to because you're building that consistency. And over time, the word that is getting put in your heart is going to benefit you. That's a a small altar that you can commit to, a small altar, a big altar. Maybe a big altar is uh, when God tells you to move somewhere. Maybe a big altar is when God tells you to have more kids or not to hurt the ones you got. (laughs) When we build altars, our kids will build altars. That's a point. When my kids see me building an altar, it's easier for them to build altars. And I've just learned that what walks in the father runs in the son. And so you have to be careful, moms and dads, what you're showing to your family. Are they seeing these patterns of behavior, the consistency, the small altars, spending time with Jesus or Like dads, it's okay to walk in the living room and turn on worship music for your whole family just to hear worship. Lead us in worship, dads. Lead us in Bible study, moms. When we build altars, our kids will build altars too. Altars flow from and release revelation. I'm getting through these. I am getting through these. Altars flow from and release revelation. We know that when Abram heard from the Lord, he built an altar. So there was revelation from God to Abram, and the result of that was an altar that he built. We also see another altar that he built, not birthed from Revelation, but kind of for Revelation. We see that he built an altar to the Lord, and he wanted to get the Lord's ear. He wanted... God to speak to him. So we know that altars flow from and release revelation. I'm going to go ahead and and get the team up here. There's like four more blanks, right? Is there four blanks on the back of your page? When the altar stopped... Abram moved from trusting to scheming. He moved from confidence to fear. He moved from others to self. And he moved from bringing blessings to bringing judgment. When the altars stopped... He moved from trusting to scheming, from trusting to control. I I pray that the altars in our life will never stop, that we'll always find a place somewhere to kneel before the Lord, to put God first. And we're going to practice that right now. If you'll stand with me, stand to your feet. We're going to go ahead and open the altars at this time. If you would like someone to agree with you to pray with you, maybe pray for healing, maybe pray for reconciliation, relationships, finances, Um, and and maybe you don't even need to uh, have someone pray with you. Maybe you just want to come and kneel down at the front and spend time alone with the Lord yourself this morning. You know, there are some things in our life that only get worked out at the altar, Big proponent of counseling. Um, I have a counselor. I haven't been in a while. I'll probably need to go check in. But we will just tarry at the altar. I thank you I thank you for the altars in our life that have been established the altars in our life that keep pointing us back to you keep establishing eternal value God as we go from this place as we go from this altar may you speak to us more clearly than you ever have before. Let us hear you more clearly than we ever have before. In Jesus' name. Amen. God is good. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, if you had an encounter with Jesus today and Maybe you've committed your life to him. I know we didn't officially lead a prayer, but we had altar time and that tends to happen when people come to the altar. And I man, what a beautiful display here this morning. But if you recommitted your life to Jesus, text NEXT, N-E-X-T to 512-980-1220. Amen. Amen. Well, now that you've been to church, Go be the church. Take what you received in here and give it to someone out there. God bless you. We'll see you next Sunday, 30.